1: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. A new book and DVD to draw attention to today that you might like to have on your bookshelf marking the significance of one of the greatest triumphs in history, including Australia's light horse. Well, of course, it's over a year now since the centenary of the charge of the light horse on Beersheba that opened the way for the reformation of the nation of Israel. Well, this new book, written by Barry Rogers, is jam-packed with more than 350 full-colour photographs, helping us all to appreciate what World War I Australian troops experienced in their Middle East campaigns. The book is an historical account of the dramas, the accomplishments of Australia's troops, covering four countries, Egypt, Turkey, Jordan and Israel. Well, Barry Rogers, a director of the Australian Light Horse Association, he's also a tour leader and the principal organiser of the Light Horse Tours from the 90th, 95th and 100th anniversaries of the Charge on Beersheba, is with us today. Hello, Barry. Welcome along to 2020. Great, it's a privilege to be here. Well, congratulations on the book that was released recently and now the DVD. Not everybody's a reader of a book, but the DVD, an absolutely great accomplishment to be able to highlight those things that happened uh, at the 100th anniversary and, of course, the reenactment of the Charge of the Light Horse, uh, a truly a magnificent accomplishment. Congratulations, Barry. Thank you very much. Let's talk about your connection with the light horse because you're a director of the Australian Light Horse Association. Give us some insight into the passion that goes on within the the organisation.
0: Well, I've been a, a member of the association for many, many years. Our family have been involved with horses for, I don't know, 30, 40 years. Uh, and in particular, we breed the old whaler horse that went to war. So with my interest in horses, my uh, service in the military, and uh, father and uncle's been involved in the war, uh, it was a natural fit that i be joined with the uh, Australian Light Horse Association. And I've been there for a long time, a life member, director, and uh, great passion for that important part of our history.
1: And your passion comes to the fore. In fact, it's not just an historical account that you bring in your book, but you've brought together the history, you've created and brought together the available photographic record, and you've also got commentary in there on the geopolitical outcomes of the campaign, and all of this in one book, which will stand the test of time as being quite a, an amazing historic account.
0: Yes, it's been an educational thing for Israelis as well. And I think one of the um, pleasing results of our trip has been that the Israelis have picked up on this on a number of levels. And one of them is that they've seen the significance of the Anzac involvement and beginning to get a realization that their history, the history of the modern state of Israel, began not in 1948, but indeed in 1917. And as a result, they've spent probably hundreds of thousands of dollars in building an Anzac trail throughout the land and and involved in supporting many memorial gardens and uh, monuments to honour the Anzacs. So that's been a very pleasing result.
1: Now, as the DVD unfolds the account, it starts at the shores of Gallipoli and uh, moves from Turkey down to Egypt and then back up into Israel. Give us a little impression as to the way that the tours work out and that people have been able to experience something of walking in the footsteps of the light horse as you've been able to describe in your book and in the DVD.
0: Well, it's been uh, an incredible journey and one of um, very poignant I would imagine for most people that were there, particularly a number who were direct descendants of light horsemen, to actually walk in the same places that they walked in and ride our horses through the same wadis and pieces of desert that our troops did a hundred years ago it was a very, very moving experience, and we were encou- we encountered a Quite a significant uh, occasion when we're riding through the desert. We were not uh, warned of this, but the Australian Army met us there uh, with the guidons of the Fourth and Twelfth Light Horse Regiment. Now, the guidons, a uh, they're uh, they're treasured flags with all the battle honors of those regiments since their formation, and they're kept and revered. Um, and this is. Um, very, this is only the second time they've ever been out of Australia and they met us midway through the desert trip, standing there, uh, in full uniform with those guidons on display and we were able to walk past and salute them. It's quite a moment.
1: I wonder whether you actually at the time anticipated just how significant that was uh, because I recall seeing that on the DVD uh, but it would have been afterwards when you'd uh, gotten to grips with some of the history of what that means the true recognition of that uh, of that honor was uh, was understood
0: yes i think there's uh, beginning to be uh, a realization that the, uh, the Palestinian campaign was a very, very significant one, and one that's been overshadowed to some extent by Gallipoli and the Western Front. And that's why I think the Australian Defence Force was there, why uh, Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull was present at the 100th anniversary. It was seen to be a very, very special occasion. And uh, the results of that campaign changed the whole course of the war and changed the face of the Middle East. And of course the endorsement and
1: uh, the thankfulness, the gratitude that came through the words of the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu in that time Mm. uh, will be an historic account of the Israeli uh, acceptance and recognition of the
0: prominence that the Anzacs played in Israel. Indeed, and uh, I think Malcolm Turnbull excelled himself as well, and he said something that I often wonder if he really understood the profound significance of what he said. The Australians made history and they fulfilled history. And he said that twice in his speech. The Australians, by their courage at Beersheba, fulfilled history. And that's, as you reflect on as a very, very profound statement.
1: You were also able to draw attention to one of those facts of our history that is sometimes downplayed or even overlooked, and that is the involvement of Indigenous Australian troops in the Australian Light Horse who participated in that momentous event. Give us some insight into the uh,
0: Indigenous involvement in that campaign. Well, first of all, the um, in the beginning of World War One, Indigenous... Or Aboriginal troopers were not welcomed into the Australian Light Horse, and that was uh, there was systemic racism that existed at the time, which is most unfortunate. But as the war went on, and as people realised that the need for great horsemen were needed in the in the Middle East, the uh, realisation that the, some of the best horsemen we had in Australia were Aboriginal uh, men who'd been serving on the stations, uh, of course, up there. Um, As Stockmen, brilliant horsemen, and uh, as a result, many of them then began to be drafted into the regiments, um, particularly the 11th Light Horse Regiment in Queensland, where one reinforcement uh, uh, troop, the 20th, was entirely uh, made up of uh, Aboriginal troopers off the mission stations.
1: That's very significant, and significant enough that there's a special event coming up in September this year. On the 25th of September, you'll be unveiling a memorial statue in Israel, remembering Indigenous Australian soldiers and their part in the Light Horse.
0: Yes. Well, it's a very, very sad fact of our history that when these men came back, uh, who were treated as equals when we were on the battlefield? They fought with us. They were they were wounded alongside us. We were paid the same. They were us. Uh, but when they get got home, they were treated separately again and sent back to the to the bush, as it were, without the the benefits that many of our other Australians received. And I think this, in some way, is righting a wrong, if you like, that we've been able to. Um, recognize the role that these men played as very, very significant role. Uh, they were terrific Tarupas. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And you only have to have a look at a an AFL uh, player today. There's so many of them are Aboriginal, and their their in- intuition, their athletic ability, and so on. Those very qualities that make them good footballers make them extremely good soldiers. And we began to realise how good they were. So then they began to accept them into the into the regiments and they punched well above their weights. And uh, as I understand it, more than a
1: 1,000
0: Indigenous
1: troops in the light horse in World War I. Mm. Give us some insight into this new statue that's going to be unveiled a little later on this year in September.
0: Uh, what does it look like, Barry? Well, it's, uh, it's been modelled around a grandson of an Aboriginal World War I trooper, Jack Pollard and John Pollard is his name. And this statue has been brilliantly created by Jennifer Marshall, one of our premier light horse artists. And it's a, it depicts a young Aboriginal on his knees in front of a mound of dirt where obviously a fallen comrade has been freshly buried. He's got a Bible in one hand and he's just putting some earth on top of the grave. And his horse is alongside of him, head bowed and together they're acknowledging the sacrifice of one of their mates so it's a very poignant statue and one i think that does justice to the role that the aboriginals played in world war 1 and one of the very few memorials and i think the only one that in israel and overseas that gives recognition to the aboriginal
1: Well, I should say that when you actually erect a statue like this uh, and the plan for the 25th of September to be able to unveil that, uh, that's in production now. It has a cost value to it. And I might say that the Christian ministry organization called Christians for Israel has generously offered to match dollar-for-dollar dollar donations that are given by people for the memorial. Now, there is a fundraising program that's going on at the present time and, uh, Barry, no doubt you're encouraging people to get behind this because it will be a lasting impression that will be on display in Semak, which is uh, the location where this statue is going to be located.
0: Yes, it's uh, it'll be a lasting um display many tourists, many Australians and and visitors go through this area. There's a memorial gardens there, very fitting place for this memorial to be uh, positioned and uh, I will be leading a small tour there uh, to be there at the officiation and dedication of this statue and if anybody would like to join us for that, if they could get in touch with me, it'd be uh, lovely to have you with us and to give recognition to the role. The ambassador will be there. It'll be a very significant occasion and uh, they can get in touch with me if they'd like to be part of that tour. We'll give that website in just a few
1: moments, but I'll just let listeners know how they can contribute to this statue because it is something historic, and it's going to be unveiled in the nation of Israel. There are some incentives for those who are giving generously, uh, levels of giving uh, where you can get a copy of the book and the DVD and a certificate for people who are giving a $100 donation or more. Then there's a medallion and a name on a plaque for those who are giving $500 or more. Now, this is the website if you'd like to make a contribution towards this historic new statue. It's c israel.com.au that's the letter C, the number 4 then israel.com.au and you'll find a link there for the Samark statue. What's the address Barry for people who want to be in touch with you about the tour?
0: Probably my email address which is barry B-A-R-R-Y at emugalley.com E-M-U-G-U-L-L-Y or lowercase, one word, .com.au.
1: Okay, Barry at emugally.com.au Barry, just great getting your insights. Thanks so much for sharing those with us today on 2020. My pleasure. Thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported.